welcome Molly Pompadith, one of my great friends I've known forever, here today on the Dating Advisory Board to go over dating is business and business is dating. So let's find out what you've been up to. I and mean, there's so many things going on. I'm so excited for you. So let's hear what's going on. Well, you know that I'm the founder of the SOAR Community Network. And in a few weeks here, we're going to be hosting our first ever SOAR Community Summit. And that is going to be um, an extraordinary event. It's the first time that we're bringing national leaders from all over the country together to talk about this thing called legacy, right? We hear a lot about it, but we really um, don't associate that in the business world so much because people, when they do civic leadership and they're out there doing advocacy work, you hear legacy a lot. But my challenge for Washington, D.C. and the nation, as well as internationally, is to really bring it to the business world. Mm -hmm. How can you make an extraordinary impact in your community while being profitable? So this is, uh, the theme is advancing legacy-driven leadership and developing legacy-driven leaders. Oh, good, good. I'm excited for it. May 6th, can't wait. That's right. <laughs> so tell me about some of the other projects. So I know that you're doing um, uh, Tony Robbins uh, movies that's coming out. So talk a little bit about right. that. Well, I got involved with um, the Rise Up movement and movie when Dr. Kate Maloney was introduced to me by a dear friend of mine, Brian Ramos. And uh, they got a hold of me because they knew that I was also affiliated with the Oprah Winfrey Network's uh, Belief Team Partnership last year. And that's just how it works. You know, I think we're going to talk about dating yeah. and business. And it really does come down to relationships. And not just relationships, but how do you actually um, make commitments that you see through. Right. And it just makes a difference. When someone can trust you that you're going to do a great job, they'll call you back for other opportunities. So the Rise Up movement and movie, uh, Tony Robbins is involved, the Dalai Lama is involved, wow. and this organization is really trying to create a grassroots effort. So every single person in the world, they're trying to inspire you to uncover your special gifts and talents and uh, choose passion to uncover your purpose. Right. And if every single one of us could do that, then it would be a different world, right? If we right. really just claimed something that's unique and special and go do something positive with it. So that's what the move-in is all about. I'm one of their ambassadors. And uh, right after the SOAR Community Summit on May 6th, we're going to do a series of promotion to support that initiative. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited yeah. for it. Got a lot of awesome stuff coming up. So... When you made the point about, you know, dating is business, I mean, I always think dating is business, business is dating, right? I mean, it kind of all goes back to that. And in this world now where you have um, such an online dating community, I mean, it could be overwhelming. I mean, even being, you know, single forever or been in a relationship and it's now ended and now you're back in the dating pool, divorce. So, you know, it really kind of becomes a dating strategy. I mean, like you are the brand. Like, so how would you use business principles and apply, apply them in the dating world? I think that it's kind of an interesting, you know, mix of like, okay, and you help a lot of entrepreneurs launch their businesses. So can you kind of take us through a little bit of how you would start that? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because when you brought this concept, I know we were having lunch together and we were just brainstorming about yeah. these awesome projects that you wanted to kind of launch. And when you said the dating advisory board, I was like, oh, my gosh, that is a winner. <laughs> because I think even in the business world, being an entrepreneur and then also being a human being. Right. Uh, we weren't taught really to bridge the two. It was like when I went to uh, school for business, they always said, my teachers would always say, well, you keep personal, personal, and professional business, business. And I learned that when I was in corporate, that was a struggle for me because, number one, I'm right. a very heart-centered person. I just wear my heart on my sleeve. I've always been that way. Yeah, me too. People think I'm sappy and super, yeah. like, you know, ethereal. But at the end of the day, I struggled with 
leaving my whole self at home and trying to be one way at work. And I think it's the same in the world of dating, right? Um, you have to be all of you when you show up. And pre-show, we were talking about, yeah. you know, all these <laughs> online sites and how right. do you go about literally what do you choose to put out there as a first impression? Exactly. And my job with my work and with my coaching is to help people really find their uniqueness and be proud of it right. and not be afraid to message that and take it out to the market, including in the dating world. Because number one, you don't want to waste time. Right. And number two, it is a true filtering system. I mean, people out there are going to either love you right. or they're not going to love you. Right. They're either going to vibe with you or not going to vibe with you. Exactly. Exactly. And the faster you know that, the less time you waste. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I always used to say, oh, I just want someone's demons who play well with my demons, right? right. You know, I mean, at the end exactly. of the day, I mean, everybody, but to be authentic, right? To live an authentic life. And, and if you put yourself out there, and I mean, it, I think that, I mean, if you're going in a LinkedIn profile, for instance, and you're trying to get business, you're, you know, if you're trying to get business in the dating world side, you may want to have more of a professional looking photo. Yeah. Um, and just a kind of a funny, like we talked about, you know, have, I think, you know, what was it? Um, one of the old, you know, comedian actors was saying, "Oh, like you're always meeting the representative, right? Like you're never mm-hmm. really meeting the true person, right?" I mean, I think that goes into business too. Like, you know, I hear, "Oh, well, I just need to get X amount of clients." Well, well, you should be picking your clients, right? Mm-hmm. The people you're going to want to work with, mm-hmm. right? Well, you should pick, like, really filter out who you want to date. Right. <laughs> it's true, and, and it's. And it is a strategy. It, it truly is a strategy. And it doesn't have to be so um, contrived, right? Right. But there's some intentionality to everything that we do. And the more that you're comfortable with who you are and what you want out of life, and it right. does take time. Like, we can talk about being authentic all day long, right. but it takes us time to do personal development and really define what the hell that means, right? Right. Um, to being authentic isn't just a word or concept. You literally have to do the hard work. You have right. to figure out what's, and, and this is why the SOAR Community Network, SOAR, stands for See, Own, Articulate, and Release. And what we put our clients through is not just the outcome is marketing and messaging, but when we work with leaders, we literally work through a process of helping them see what's really happening and what they really want out of life. And then you have to actually own it, right? right? You have to, oh my God, that's really what I want. Or I didn't know that that's really what's happening inside of me, keeping me back, holding me back. Or, uh, And then you have to actually articulate that. And what I mean by that is you have to tell yourself a different story. Because if, if what you were telling yourself and others hasn't been working and you right. haven't found the right client or found the right partner, um, you might have to change your story. You yeah. might have to shift your way of seeing the world and take responsibility for the things that aren't perfect about you right. either, right? You have to do some self-reflection. Exactly. I, think, I think you need to do that in any sort of situation. A client, you know, a, a loved one, um, I think that you need to kind of take some, some time and self-reflect. I mean, mm-hmm. it could take, you know, a few months, a year, many years just to kind of think, okay, in order for me to make, you know, I have to be happy with myself, right? I have to be able to own the things that I am responsible for because we're all responsible, right? So, and I think that if you did that, I mean, you're more open to being able to be with be with right. someone or be, have the perfect client yeah. or, or, or however you went around it. But I think the self-reflection is a huge piece. Right. And I think about the advisory board. We have friends in the dating world and yeah. they become our advisory board, right? Yeah. Just like when we have business, we have an advisory board. And it's so important that if you're the visionary of your own company or if you're like the star of your own life, right? Uh, it's okay to take in advice from other people. It's really great to have friends that you can trust, but not everybody is out there for your best interest. Everybody right. has an agenda. We're human beings. We're flawed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's also important for us to really develop that intuition. 
you know, to listen to intuition. And I tell you, with all my years of experience with the pain and the trauma I've gone through with loss yeah. and grieving and healing, there's a very, very interesting um, thing that happens with intuition and fear. They are very similar. Yes. So, you know, a lot of people make decisions based on what they think is intuition, but it could be an old story, a trigger, that they're so afraid of loss or being hurt, and they just automatically believe that this is, in fact, the truth of today. And you right. carry old relationships, like the things that have happened in old relationships, and project it into the new one. Correct. And that's not necessarily fair. Same in business. When you go into the boardroom, people will always, and that's why you have a board. That's why right. you have friends, right? To ask them, well, what do you think? You know, this is an opportunity. Here's a proposition. Where, where would you take it? And that's great. You need to have that. But if you don't know and trust yourself to make your ultimate decisions, you won't find your perfect mate that's for you, perfect for you. I don't believe in perfect anything, but right. that's perfect for you. Right. If you're so busy taking everybody else's opinion as gold and you don't even know and trust your own. Right, right. I mean, I think that we kind of turn off our intuition um, you know, I love Philip McKernan. He's a, he's an amazing speaker and I've seen him so many times and he's just, he really talks about that. You know, like, what are you building your empire? Who are you building it for? Right. right? Like why, like there's something that we're all, you know, that little kid, like you said, inside adult bodies. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there was some hurt, something that had happened in the past that's still rearing that's its right. head. Right. And so it's until you kind of come up, you know, for center and say, okay, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to make these changes because, you know, they talks about intuition, right? I mean, what are your, what's your passion and purpose? I mean, what are your, what is your gift to the world, right? right? I mean, if you, if you're not, if you're ignoring that, then how can you find the perfect person or the perfect job, right? Like, I think the other challenge too is knowing that we mirror each other. Yeah. Like the more you and I spend time together, we're going to start talking the same, exactly. doing isms. But the fear that we have, especially in the dating, when we, I mean, I we can talk about this a little bit, but. Ten years ago, over a decade ago, I lost my fiancé, and we were three months before we got married, and it was a real long journey for me to kind of reclaim what that means to actually allow myself to love again. And during that, the period of grieving, and I dated other people, I wanted my heart to kind of sing and soar, but... I, you, couldn't, you can't ignore that there's work to do. Like right. there's internal stuff that you have to let go of so that the other person that comes in the door can have a fair shot, shot. right? Correct. Can yeah. have a true fair shot. And I advise people all the time, whether it's relationship or business, is to be very careful of bringing past mistakes into the present moment. It's not right. always legitimate to do that. Sometimes it is because you have evidence to prove if you go down this road, road then that and happens, you know, right, the likelihood right, right. of it happening <laughs> is greater. But sometimes we also are so afraid to take risks mm -hmm. that we miss the opportunity for true love or right. for an amazing project that just, you know, we weren't patient enough or mm -hmm. we were too, we're afraid of our own success. So we self-sabotage and I've been there so oh, yeah. I can talk to this. Like it's a real thing. Right. I mean, the fear drives, you know, oh, I want to start this project or I don't think then you have somebody in your back and it's usually your own head saying, right. well, no, you should just keep doing the norm. You should just keep on this path because, you know, it's safe and you can't really be judged because that's where we're all, you know, afraid of being judged. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you don't take that risk, you don't want to be I don't want to ever want to be that person 90 years old being like, you know, I wish I could have done that. I do not want to live with regret. So like once you have that really self self-reflection uh, I think that kind of mm -hmm. helps you on your journey you know, whether it's in you know personal relationships or a business I mean yeah. if you really become driven that way I, I think it's interesting but yeah I mean the dating world has kind of changed I mean you have these profiles that are just um, 
interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of these things that I've seen, I mean, the names, that, that uh, their usernames, right. I mean. Their handles. There's and, handles, yeah. like the pictures, like, I mean, how would you take that as, um, you know, in a marketing strategy point? Well, you know, it's really important because I, we focus a lot on personal branding and that authentic message for businesses. And I always ask people, People want to work with people, so you have to lead with your personal brand no matter what. And there's proof of this happening because if you think of the great marketers out there, the online gurus, if you look at their business page and you look at their personal branding page, their personal brand is like in the millions and their business page might be in the hundred thousands. And even on my Facebook, you know, we um, rebranded last year to SOAR Community Network, and my SOAR Community Network page has like 2,000 um, or 1,500 likes when we launched it last year, but my, my Lee public page has like 8,000, almost 9,000. And I just launched that about six or eight months ago. Right. So people really want to know, like, who is, in my case, the girl or the woman or the lady behind mm. this project or initiative. And I think it's the same with dating. It's like you can put all this fluff out there. Right. But if people are truly following you, if there's a, let's say there's a gentleman that's interested in you and he sees your profile and he sees your handle and if he's truly following you over time, you're creating a brand whether you know it or not. Right. Whatever you're posting, whatever you're sharing, if you're negative or positive, that person is creating already a story about you. Right. And so my challenge to my friends and my clients is take a hold of your own brand. Like, no, intentionally put out a story that is authentically yours, but that right. you can be proud of. Right. Because someone's making stuff up about you anyway. I know, exactly. The haters are always going to hate. <laughs> That's for sure. So, um, but, you know, it's interesting when I, like, think of ideas, and you always have that, and I always tell myself this, and I want to make sure I make it a point, is that, you know, you have, you know, these ideas, these stories, my little Facebook, you know, 200-word right. uh, stories that I said. And then I had, before I posted, I'm like, oh, I don't know. What if somebody doesn't like it? What if someone doesn't, you know, they make a comment or, you know, share it or something like that. And I was afraid of it. Right. Because I didn't believe in myself, you know. And so you have to get that out of your head. Yeah. Right. Believe in yourself. You can do this. You know, I mean, there's your it doesn't matter. You're always going to have somebody who has a comment. Right. I mean, whether it's good or bad. Right. But and then you just say, oh, whatever. I'll just keep it moving. Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you a, a very powerful and challenging case study. And it was a personal journey that happened to me recently. Um, you know, I wrote a book called A Million Fireflies, and it was my journey from war-torn Laos, how I became a refugee, came here, and really just my parents and my family just made their way, and here I am, like, running my own business and yeah. living this ultimate dream. But not everybody's going to see that as a positive thing. You're always going to have people who will judge you and make stuff up that they don't know. Right. And somebody came to me recently and said, yeah, you know, I read your book, and um, I just can't believe like you would capitalize on your late fiance's loss. And, you know, and it's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Right? But you're going to get that. And then you have to really center yourself and realize that the reason why this is important to me is because I've known so many people who've lost love yeah. unexpectedly, tragically, and there's nobody that they can go to. Like, they just, because no one wants to talk about it, it's too hard. And I'm like, no, forget that, because half the world is going to love me and want to be a part of my community and know that I can relate to their heart, and I've right. been through it, and I've survived. And the other half of the world, they've never experienced it. They won't ever understand it. And you know what? You have to learn to let go and release. Right. 
because ultimately the people who really need you are looking for you. Right. And the people who don't care for you, don't understand you, it's okay. Like you have to really grow th tough skin if you truly choose your calling. And that's the challenge. Like once you, once I know that my calling is to share my journey, right. not because I want the accolades, but because I've known over the past 10 years based on my losses that I've saved some lives. That yeah. people said I've been suicidal or my sister was suicidal oh and gosh. I gave her your book. And you get these personal notes and that one person for me is worth it. Exactly. And the thousands of people who are saying, you know, whatever right. they're coming up with, um, you have to learn to, for me, I meditate on it. I mean, I, we're, I'm still human. Right. I have ego. My feelings get hurt. Yeah. I cry too yeah. when people hurt my feelings or yeah. I feel misunderstood. But I think of the people that really, really are seeking my help, me uniquely, because no one else has my story. No one has right. your story. Right. And that gets me through the day. But it's not easy. It's no. not easy to lead with your heart. People always say when you're leading, you're the one, you're the first to be shot at. Right. Because, I mean, everybody else is behind yeah. you. I'd rather go down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really interesting to to have that courage to do right. it. Um, but it's not easy. You know, you get judged a lot. People throw tomatoes at you. And they, they say you, you share too much. That's not good. And it's like, you know, you're never going to win. So you have to yeah. really, really define what you stand for, what you want to do in this world. And you have to stay true to it. Yeah. And I think that can, I mean, that applies in dating, obviously. <laughs> I mean, clearly, Absolutely. but in the business too. I mean, I think you you need to kind of sit by your stand by your guns. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I I think that a lot of people will sway you in different ways in business and and personal, mm -hmm. like you said, for different agendas. Right. Um, maybe they're trying to push a product, or maybe they're just trying to push you here because they have mm -hmm. ulterior motives, yeah. right? right? So, just remember, stay true to yourself, and just don't believe. Don't believe the hype, yeah. right? And, so. and Jen, I tell you, it's it's interesting because when you think of dating too, and this is like with product sales and marketing and branding, we always want to put our best foot forward. Yeah. Haven't you ever been in situations where you thought the complete package was amazing yeah. and you fall in love? Yeah. And then you start to peel the onion and you're like, I have no idea why I got myself into yeah. this. How did I not see this? Well, for me, because I've been there too, it's like I would not want someone else to go through that with me. So over the years, I started telling guys that I was dating, look, this is my past. Like, right. this is what happened. And, you know, I, I was in love with someone, but people really will judge based on how they would react. Right. So if they think you're kind of flawed or broken or it's mm -hmm. too heavy for them and right. they run, which I've had, guys just ran. They're like, mm, I don't know if I want to be right. with someone who's gone through that kind of loss. But they don't know me. Right. They don't know that I've been through a war. Yeah. That this is, I mean, this is one of the most major painful blows in my life. But I've never needed medication. I've always right. done meditation. I've found other ways to cope. And not to say anything's wrong with medication because I think it's important to balance yourself. But... Uh, we judge people a lot based on how we would react Actually, in a situation correct. versus just stepping back and giving someone the opportunity to show up as they are. Right. And that's important for dating. That's important for business leadership. That's important for friendships. Right. I'd rather just show up as who I am and you can decide if you want to be my friend or not right. than play this game because we end up hurting each other more in the long run. Right. Then you made a really good point um, about you know the advisory boards, right? The advisory boards in business and personal, and I and I really believe that in personal, like you have your tribe, right? right? You know, Absolutely. you keep your tribe. You know, I've got my tribe, and I love my tribe, mm -hmm. and but they give me very honest feedback, and some people don't want that, right? They mm -hmm. don't want to have the honest. But I'll tell you, I would rather have the honest feedback than have some cockamamie, like you know, excuse <laughs> whatever. But no, I would, you know, having that, but even having that in the business world, having mentors, having you know, I always said, like, you know, 
does this surround yourself be like the least smartest in the room right or I don't know mm-hmm. what the saying was but like you know yeah, learn from others with people who are a little bit smarter than you have been more experienced than you and it makes a big difference because if you go into every situation thinking you're a know-it-all no. you've already lost the battle right no. you're never going to open yourself to learn and you're not perfect no. there's nobody in this world who's perfect and just because you have a certain way of seeing the world or being in the world doesn't mean there's a diff- not a different way to do it and maybe better Right. And not try to push what you, right. you say, like, yeah, everybody can have opinions. I mean, it's great. Um, but yeah. don't try to really push your own agenda right. in business or in personal. Right. So just listen. Yeah. Right. You know, we always forget to listen. You know, they always, we just had some sales meeting uh, the other day when somebody was talking about listening. Right. So we got to listen. got to listen to our customers. So you know what I did? I think I told you a little bit about this. So I went on and I call it like office visits. Right. You know, the salespeople nowadays, I mean, they don't like in business, like, you know, sales is a funnel and dating. You have to build a sales <laughs> right. funnel. Right. Like you got to keep keep the sales coming in. But um, so what I would I would do is I would go on site and I would visit with my customers. I mean, I still do this today, um, but there's a few. So it's taking me a while to get down the list. But it's very interesting when you actually listen to what they say. Like, how can I help your business grow? Like, I actually care about how, how, you, your, how your business is doing. I mean, that's what I'm selling a solution. You know, I'm not just selling a product, right? And then you talk about value versus, um, so, you know, when you're talking about, like, value, how do I bring value to the client? Right. How are you bringing, you know, value? If, you don't, if we're not providing value, there is no loyalty, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I think that, that can go in a personal relationship Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Right? I mean, it's all about the core values. You know, I've been, in, I've been in situations where I go on dinner dates, and you can see the other person already thinking, like, how is this date going to end? They're not with me. They're thinking, what, are, what am I going to get at the end of the night? You right, know, I'm right, like, wait right, a minute. Right. Like, yeah. just be here with me. Right. And I think we do that in business meetings, I think, because we're always thinking, well, I got to meet my quota. Right. Or, oh, I got to make sure, like, this is a good fit. I don't want to waste my time in the dating world. But also in the sales cycle, right? It's just, right. But I think the most important thing is no matter what, if it's dating or if it's business, um, you have to uncover what that other person or that other business's core values are. Exactly. Truly, not just what they say on a piece of paper on the plaque right. on their mission statement, but you really. And if a company has a leadership team, and nobody knows the vision or mission statement or can't really own it as if it's right. your own, then there's a disconnect there, right? Right. And I think just for us too, it's very important to know what our core values are and our mission statement. I mean, it took years for me to figure this out, but we know what our mission is: is to help every single person sent to us, business sent to us, independent brand sent to us, see, own, articulate, and release their unique light, gift, mission, message into the world. Choose whatever word you want to, you know, because we have some left brain folks, we have some right brain folks. Some people might not like the word light. Some people might like the word message. But at the end of the day, we know what we stand for. We know that we can say yes or no to a client if someone isn't caring about community or doesn't want a betterment of society. Then for us, it's very easy to say, no, we're not going to take on that project. But it takes a while to get there. And you can't be in a lacking mentality. You can't be afraid that you won't make money. You have to trust that if you choose the right thing, the money will show up. And that's really what we've been able to do with our brand. And I think that over the past two years, our business has gone from just me, solopreneur, freelancer, into this conglomerate of business experts who are really taking our business to the next level. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I I, I love watching it grow, and it's so amazing. They have an amazing luncheon series. So um, now, how would you, from a branding perspective I mean so how would you actually would you suggest still the old dating you know we're introducing to friends or would you say try the dating online but with a strategy like so honestly I think it's a combination of both because 
things have changed, mindsets have changed, and you can't be so locked into old traditions that you miss an opportunity to meet someone who may be busy yeah. and, you know, doesn't have the time to go in and sit in 50 dinners with you, right? Right. Or two dinners or whatever right, right. it is to get to the next level. Right. But it really is important to, like, incorporate the fact that you still have to have a connection. You, it's nice to be able to ping somebody online and, and use hashtags and right. all that fun stuff but right. at the end of the day if you're really looking for a partner is this person going to take care of the bills am i is he, is he or she going to be responsible um you know are they going to be good parents if you want to have parents something they want to have children someday um are we going to get along do we have similar core values right. right what are belief systems and i do believe that opposites do attract i think there's some there's some uniqueness to that but you also have to have similar core values or it doesn't work if right. you're completely opposite and you don't believe in the same core values it just doesn't work it's going to be too much conflict right so it's a combination of putting yourself out there and uncovering your personal brand and being authentic right and being available for people to see you and not be afraid not hide away right um, especially if you've been hurt many times before and you're just like I know I want a partner in life but I'm so scared I've been there yeah and you just kind of go into the series well I'll just date and it, you know I don't have to take it seriously but there comes a point in your life when that gets old right Right. Like every human being desires to be with something, someone who makes them feel significant and valued and important and special. Yeah. We all it's a human need. It's a hierarchy of human yeah. need. So we have to also be um, able to know that we're allowed to go out and have fun and have that phase in our life. But at the end of the day, what do we really what are we looking for? And right. What do we really want? And that relationship piece of being able to look someone in the eye. It's so important today, especially with technology. So yeah. I think both. You can't really just um, not rely on social media or on being online yeah. because that's how people communicate. But you can't miss the fact that it's nice to go out for coffee or go for a walk or, you know, have a connection where it's like, I really want to know if you're real. Right. Tangible. Tangible. I mean, I think it's interesting, you know, the technology has changed. I mean, I know that I love to be on the phone. You know, like I talk to my girlfriends and I'm on the phone and, you know, now, you know, this is interesting how it's all texting and, and emoticons. And right. I'm like, okay, with the, the emoticons, the smiley face, like say something, you know, like let's just talk. Like even right. if it's like a couple of minutes, you know, it just, it just seems like, you know, you kind of lose and, you know, I've seen texts that can be interpreted different ways. Yes, absolutely. Right? And so it's hard because you you're kind of losing that personal touch, right? Mm -hmm. and, you know, in business, they say, oh, you know, we don't even call people anymore. It's all via email. So that's why I wanted to go on site because salespeople, they don't really, once they, usually once they sell, they're, you know, on to the next. Mm -hmm. But, you know, keeping in touch with those customers and, you know, going back there and see how things yeah. going, you know, going there, it makes a bigger impression. I think that's I think. the loyalty piece, right? Right. I mean, yeah. if you're just um, using online mechanisms, writing emails here and there, but if they've never met you, right. the next best thing that comes along, a lower price cut, you know, those types of things. And it's just like, I'll just go with, with this them. next person. Yeah. But if they've had a chance to meet you and connect with you and have relationship with you it's very hard if something happens psychologically to us that makes us feel a little bit more loyal right, right. like I have to think about this first because I really like Jen yeah you know and I would say the times that we get together it yeah. doesn't have to be an agenda like no. you and I just we love getting together for lunch and we yeah. just talk about everything, everything. and anything yeah. and then great ideas like this come I know right because we don't we're not trying to like make it into something we're just trying to make sure that we stay connected as friends and grow yeah. together and in dating it's the same you like somebody and you have to be patient you have to give it time like right. first impressions are always a little tricky it's like you right. want to put your best foot forward and we're all guilty right. of this do I, do I say something inappropriate right. did I say or, too much or not enough and so you're constantly judging yourself yeah. 
exactly. know, the next thing you're like, what did I say? What did I do? You know, I mean, it's just kind of. And in the back of your mind, like, you're thinking, is, is he for real? Like, if he's like too he nice, you think, oh, something's wrong. Yeah, if he's a jerk, then you're like, oh, I'm not going to give him the time of day. But he might be a jerk because he's nervous, you know? Right. And so it's, it's complicated. Yeah. But I see this dynamic in the boardroom, too. Right. Because it is relationship. And I have to say this, too, in the dating world, as well as in, in the, the executive boardrooms, every single person has their own stuff. Yeah. You know, and whether it's professional stuff because you've been fired or you've been, you know, in a different position and now you've, you've come on board and you are ranked differently, all of that makes a yeah. difference into what you bring to the table. Relationships, you've been hurt before, you've been yeah. cheated on before, you show up and you're that full package of everything. So when you're on the other end of it, you have to be a little patient. Like, yeah. if I'm showing up with my crap, yeah. you why am I up, judging yeah. this right. person to have their crap? Like, where can we, you know, meet each other and say, okay, I'm human, you're human, and let's kind of peel the onion a little bit, right? Yeah. And just make sure, like, if our core values are the same. I know, at, the, at least at this point, I mean, we're not in our 20s and, and we're not teenagers anymore. We've lived and people have right. lived, people who are dating in our age. Like, my husband, he's been through, um, we just were friends for 10 years. He knew me right after I lost my late fiancé. And that friendship grew over time. But he's had a life. He lost his late wife to cancer. Mm-hmm. And you have, you, you know that you have stuff. Yeah. And that stuff is the stuff that builds you right. and it gives you empathy. And I right. love to say that now I can look back and realize they're all blessings, even though I would never wish it on anyone right. because my empathy bucket is so wide and deep that there's any nothing that would make me uncomfortable when clients come to me or friends come to me and tell me something I'm like, you know, and I yeah. don't, I don't tell them what to do. I just said, I get it. And that's enough. Like you just yeah. get it. You don't have to give people advice all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just having somebody listen to you right. and, you know, want to, you know, uh, depending on how many times you've told the story, but, you know, yeah. just to kind of get it off their chest because I think talking to people, that's why I say, like, talking to my friends and, mm-hmm. and going out and spending time with your girlfriends, you know, I think that, you know, that's another major thing, I think, in any sort of relationship or, or guy for, you know, going guys night out, girls night out, whatever. I think it's a ve- it's very important to hel- have a healthy relationship yeah. in, um, in general just because you can you know, keep in touch with your friends to create experiences. Yeah. You know, they're saying nowadays, like, don't spend money on things. Spend money on experiences, right? Go on trips. Mm-hmm. Go to New York. We're, you know, in D.C., so it's easy to you know, take a train. Where, but, you know, go to New York for the weekend. Right. Go sh- see a show. Go something that you've done, your bucket list, that right. you've never done before. You should do that. Mm-hmm. Or even do the little things because we just, yeah. I mean, we live in D- Washington, D.C., and there's certain museums and monuments that I haven't seen. And yeah. it's like, wow, I'm literally 10 minutes away right. in Old Town, Alexandria. And all these people travel from all over the world to right. be here. Yeah. And we just take it for granted. So it's just like kind of stepping back and saying even our, our friendships and our relationships. I haven't talked to my friend in so long because yeah. you just assume it's going to be there. And you know this. Life yeah. happens. We yeah. have friends who are young and they've passed away from cancer or heart yeah. attacks. I mean, it just so it's kind of like, you know, why not show up as you are and just tell the truth of who you are and be connected to this person if mm-hmm. you're in the dating world. And right. if you don't connect, that's good, too, because yeah. it's like next. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll tell you a story, you know, one of a, a friend of mine, she's been in the dating world for a while, um, and uh, she's, you know, really frustrated because she's just like, these guys, you know, they're just not my type, and like, I, is this what it, is this it? Like, I just, she's getting very frustrated, and she's like, it's just a whole nother job. 
like it's dating is a job, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's, it's just so much time in my day and there's all these requests and likes and, you know, swipe left, swipe right. You know, it's like, it gets overwhelming for her. And she's just like, I can't take it. I can't take it. I'm just going, going rogue, you know? And so she'll just, you know, get frustrated. And I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, it's, it's fine, but I can see where she's frustrated. Right. So like maybe, maybe just take it on one site, you know, maybe mm-hmm. just, or, or just take a break, you know, or, and some things don't work for you. Right. I mean, I have friends who like tried the online thing and they just had more anxiety than it was worth. And so they just really focused on, again, themselves. Like, mm-hmm. what do I love to do? And if I want to hang out and go hiking or go rock climbing, if that's what you know I love to do, then I'm going to be more likely to meet people who like the same things Correct. I like. And so some people aren't going to do well on online. And that's okay. Like, there's no one way right. to find it. I mean, I fell in love with one of my best friends that was right in front of me all those years. But sometimes it's also our expectations of what love should look like right. versus let love be. Correct. Right? And that's really critical because it's not always the package you desire. Like, if you ask me what my ideal um, type is, I mean, you know, tall, dark, handsome, Antonio Banderas, like, yeah. like all this stuff. And I've dated all, all people of all ethnic groups because I don't see color. Right. I just see love and I see people's hearts. But I will tell you that... When you are so focused on whatever you think ought to be your type, right. you miss amazing people who have everything else on your list, except mm-hmm. maybe superficially what they might mm-hmm. look like. I mean, my late fiance was white, 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 you know, like he's mm-hmm. total European, Irish, and but world traveled, and he mm-hmm. really was interested in culture, which we had the same core values. And my husband now is black Puerto Rican. Like, mm-hmm. it's completely... Yeah. But it really is based on the love they have for me and the experiences we've been through. We just get each other, right? Right. And when you have love and loss and tragedy, it's not about comparing. It's never better or worse. It's different. And different is beautiful, right? right? Because you, if, if you experience love with this person and it was exactly the same as the other person or your ex or your ex, right? Yeah. You never get to grow. Right. You never get to learn a new way of seeing the world. And, and you never test like you're at the chamber of your heart. Like it's always going to be loving one way. And I, don't, I think our hearts are so expansive that you can love so many different ways, right? right. I can have room to love my late fiance still today but still have this immense love for my husband today, and they're not in competition. But I think when you really trust your expansiveness as a being, as a spiritual being, and as a human being, um, you don't put all those limitations on yourself. And, and when you start stop doing that for yourself, you stop putting limitations on other people. Yeah. And you start seeing the truth of people, right? Yeah. So when I go to the boardrooms, I mean, you know this, my clients, they don't know why, but they just fall in love with me. They cry yeah. with me. They're like, what did I just tell you that for? Not even yeah. my husband or wife knows. And it's because we're just, I just want to connect with you as a human being. Exactly. The outcome will show itself. It'll lead the way, right? Yeah. And so same thing with dating. You know, show up. Like, figure out who you are first. Right. Get to know other, yeah. Get to know other stories. I mean, I, I'm fascinated by other stories. Like, I just like, what's your crazy? Well, you're a storyteller, story? anyway. No, oh my god. <laughs> no, but I, you know, what's the story like? How? What makes you tick? Like, you know, and you you talk about what you put to the universe. Like, yeah. you have these things. Like, I want X, Y, and Z in someone, mm-hmm. right? And someone said, Oh well, 
I have this, 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 right? And they list, you know, 20 different things. And some of them I'm like, okay, well, that's just crazy, you know? <laughs> but, but if you actually look at yourself and say, no, this is, what, this is who I am, like what you want, not what you think the perception should be of what right. you want, what you actually want in somebody. Yeah, and sometimes it's creepy or sometimes it's hilarious. It's like, I really want that, yeah. you know? I have a girlfriend who just loves what she calls the Woody Allen types, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe like the nerds, right? Uh-huh. The thick glasses and they're just super, super smart and yeah. they're not really into social. She just, lo- that's that's what she's drawn to. Yeah. And most people are like, are you crazy? <laughs> and she goes online and she looks for these nerdiest of guys. She goes, oh my God, that's so sexy. So it just defines, we define love differently and it's okay, right? right? But what if she does meet this amazingly handsome guy that's not a Woody Allen type, but he has all the different quirks she wants. Like right. she can't just be stuck there either. Right. So that's what I invite your listeners to really just think about um, the most important thing is where do I feel most happy? Where do mm-hmm. I feel most at peace when I'm not anxiety written and not trying to be somebody I'm not? I mean, the love that I have now with my husband is just so peaceful that I don't think about it. Right. Like there's absolute trust. And you know what? If he breaks my heart, then I'll deal with it then. But I'm not going into the relationship that he's going to. Right. Right. You bring it, like you said, bring like, him back your past. Exactly. You know, things no, I'm so content with where I am. And he's been through a lot in life. I've been through a lot in life. He grew up in the hoods, you know, of Puerto Rico. And I came as a refugee. Right. We have core values. Things that matter to us are the same. Right. And I would invite your listeners. Think of that because that's the thing that lasts. Right. You know, sex, love, attraction, mm-hmm. It'll be there, and you have, but you have to reinvent that too, right. right? Bodies change. I mean, I've since I've gotten married, I've gained a lot of weight. So did my husband. So, but it doesn't change my love for him, no. you know. And that's really important. The the real stuff, right? The not real the super. Stuff. The real right, stuff. The real, that's what How I said, like you, you know, the real stuff. And people say like you know, one of my girlfriends that you know she was divorced and you know she's been dating dating someone for a while, and and she's like you know I never expected it, and I said well you put it out there. We had this conversation <laughs> on the phone. Do you not remember? And and I said she's like yeah I put it out there and. He showed up. Yeah. And like when she goes, when I least expected it. Right. Right. And you always hear that story, you know, like when you least expect it. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. true. But I tell you, people say that when I least expect it. And they also think that it's when you're in a better place. When you least expect it could mean that you're down in the dumps and the love of your life shows up. And you're like, really? Right now? Right, I right have now. nothing to offer you and you really? just showed up? Yeah. <laughs> and so some people run from that because they don't yeah. think that their their pride gets in the way. Like, I should be here already. I should have X number of dollars mm-hmm. in my bank account. I should have, you know, I should be in this career career field I can't be in love right now because I can't cope well that's a cop-out yeah that's a really good question though Who's saying that? Who who is putting those preconceived notions? It's in here. It's, it's between in here. our ears. Yeah. It's so, between our ears. But nobody else in the outside world saying that. I mean, maybe you know, yeah, maybe, but but, but but yeah, care negative, right? But <laughs> so, but if you do have that, you know, but just think about it. you're telling yourself that you're stopping yourself from mm-hmm. finding love. You or know, success. all the stuff that I've done over the years with neurofeedback and getting deeper into my just consciousness and and doing the personal deep work that's required, I think, for all human yeah. beings to get to that level of enlightenment. And it's going to be years before I even feel like I'm enlightened. But I'll tell you, a lot of the stuff that we tell ourselves, the stories, it's just crap. Yeah. that we've collected over the years that we've now allowed to become true. So we've given other people the power to create our story that now we've just, okay, I surrender, it's my story. You know, I'm not good enough and I'm not pretty enough mm-hmm. and I'm not the perfect, you know, 10 or whatever. You could hear next yeah. X, Y, and Z. And the truth is, um, and I'll give you an example. When 
I married my, when I started dating my husband now, it was crazy because I never liked my legs. I always, because I'm short, I have gymnast legs, right? And the first thing he said to me is, I love your legs, you have gymnast legs. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> the things that we hate, this guy loves, right? right? And he's Puerto Rican and he's black, so he loves curves. And most Asians are like this. And he's like, I found me a Lao Rican, right? Because I'm Lao and Puerto Rican. <laughs> and you have to remember that what you think of yourself is not always what people think of yourself. And somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Right. It's always that way. That's the Buddhist thing, right? Yeah. Somewhere in the middle well, lies the truth. It's the middle path. You've got this extreme of negative talk, self-talk, self-doubt. You've got all these people who like adore you and tell you, you're so great, you're amazing. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in the middle is the truth because human beings are flawed, yeah. and but we're also miraculous and yeah. brilliant. And the fact that we're alive, you know what it took for us to be alive? All yeah. the stardust and cosmos, whether you're scientific or spiritual, it took a lot, Yeah, you know, to get to be in existence. And I think we forget our own brilliance. Yeah. Uh, but we can't come from that place of ego. We, we're brilliant because we're miraculously walking around Earth, but it's not because we need the accolades or say, oh, look, I'm so amazing. You right. are amazing, but do something with that amazingness. Right. Use right? your gift, yeah. right? You know, know what you're... Um what you want to bring to the world, right? Yeah. You know, don't just, if you're, if you're not happy doing, you know, work or in business or right. in personal, do work on it. Work on it. Yeah. You I know? think the best, the best thing that anyone can do, even if they don't become an entrepreneur, is to really live their calling yeah. every day. And if that means part-time when you go to work, or that means living your calling through your business, through your work, through your nonprofit, through your community. Right. But every day you need to get up and say, I'm doing something that I know I'm meant to do. And the only way to know what that meant to do is, is to truly uncover your gifts and talents that no one else in the world has. And that can only happen when you also allow yourself to think of your experiences. Right. So, and we talked about this before many times in our discussions, gifts and talents are different. Gifts, sometimes we can't uncover because they came with us and it's right. innate. So we don't sit, oh, okay, I'm good at that. Right. Talents are a little bit easier to identify because we've developed it. We've taken right. classes, people have helped us, right? But the experiences is also the thing that helps us figure out what am I meant to do in this world? Why did I learn all those things, you know? Right. Why did I have so many tragedies? Why did my, why did I have seven losses in 10 years that broke my heart over and over again? But it's because now I'm able to help people who are in a very deep, dark place, but they want a place, a, a, an opportunity to get out, and they just need someone who's been there. Right. And you get to be a gift because you've been through your stuff, right? You've come out on the other side and you're still going through it. But there's other people who are a few steps behind you. Yeah. And I think we all have the, uh, the obligation, maybe not the right word, but the opportunity right. to use our experiences to help somebody yeah. else. That's, that's the best kind of living you can do. Yeah. Because if you're not here tomorrow, nobody remembers what car you drive or what brand, you know, how many carrot ring you had when you got married yeah. or what your dress brand name was. I'm just talking girly stuff now. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. I mean, um, but the truth is, it, it really comes down to how Maya Angelou said it best, how you leave people feeling, how you yeah. make people feel. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Molly. I'm so oh, excited that you. you were here today and cannot wait for the Store Community Network event on May 6th. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your support and your ambassadorship. No problem. Happy to help. <laughs>